Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. For the first time in California's history, all coastal cities are now required to plan for sea level rise, a looming climate impact yet to be fully experienced. KQED climate reporter Ezra David Romero explains. A new law requires big cities like San Francisco and small towns like Strawberry to come up with strategies and recommend projects to address future sea level rise by 2034. Seas could rise by a foot or more by mid-century. Senator John Laird authored the bill that was recently signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom. I expect that there will be pushback in certain places because some people are going to come to grips with the reality of the challenge. Laird said the new law stops short of declaring where state funding will come from, but cities with plans in place will be prioritized as funds become available. It gives a carrot and a stick for people that there will be assistance if they do this. The law does not lay out any punishment for cities that don't comply, but they're expected to, and coastal regulators have the power to approve or deny their plans. Larry Goldsband is the executive director of the Bay Conservation and Development Commission, which is in charge of a regional plan for sea level rise. Everybody now sees that deadline 10 years from now and recognizes that this is really real. His team plans to follow up with all local governments around the Bay to make sure they are on board so the Bay Area of tomorrow isn't underwater. For the California Report, I'm Ezra David Romero. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. In the Central Valley, climate change is taking a toll on farmworker communities. Extreme heat and wildfire smoke worsen the toxic air, and droughts alternate with flooding. But as KQED's senior immigration editor Tyke Hendricks reports, grassroots initiatives and new state resources could lead to some encouraging solutions. You can put your bag in the back and can okay. squeeze in. Can we squeeze in? Yeah, yeah. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Driving out of Huron, a small town in southern Fresno County, I'm tagging along in the back of an electric Chevy Bolt as a couple of retired farm workers get a ride to medical appointments in the next town. 
We pass cantaloupe fields and laser-straight rows of almond trees. Beside me is Enrique Contreras. At 61, he can no longer work in the fields. ¿A dónde vamos hoy? A diálisis. Tres veces por semana. Lunes, miércoles y viernes. Contreras says he depends on the ride to get to dialysis three days a week. This free rideshare service is a project of the LEAP Institute, a nonprofit focused on environmental justice for Central Valley farm workers. A state contract covers the cost, and it runs with a fleet of electric vehicles, still a rare sight around here. The driver, Eric Ramirez, says it's one step to help reduce climate change. He nods to the smear of gray-brown smog on the horizon and tells me it's gotten worse. Definitely air quality, number one. The quality of the air has gone significantly uh, down. He's got terrible allergies he never used to have, but he knows others who have it worse. Asthma, uh, valley fever, lung cancer. Dust from the fields and the almond harvest mix in the lungs with pesticides, and summer temperatures, often over 100 degrees, make the pollution worse. Ramirez is the third generation of a farmworker family. But agricultural jobs are getting fewer, and he says the economy needs to diversify. No lo arranquen, este güey no lo arranquen, eh? All right, find a stick, find something. Back in town, I meet Ray Leon, who founded the LEAP Institute and is also the mayor of Huron, population 6,000, with a poverty rate of 40%. He pulls a few weeds in LEAP's community garden plot and gives tips to the two young men tending the vegetables. Leon grew up here, but went off to UC Berkeley and worked as a community organizer in Fresno. Then he came back to Huron. This here is the uh, community learning garden, where a community could come and learn about how to grow their own food. The ride share, the garden, all these projects focus on environmental health, but also creating green jobs, like the tomato seedlings in the greenhouse, part of a study with UC Davis researchers. We are having a competition between industrial fertilizer and liquid organic fertilizer made and using uh, food waste. If they find the tomatoes grown with the organic fertilizer do better, Leon hopes to scale up production and create employment. Retooling the economy is also top of mind for State Senator Ana Caballero. She predicts thousands of acres of farmland will lie fallow for lack of water, and jobs here in her Central Valley district will dry up. The reason climate change discussions in rural California are important is because we are at risk of leaving people behind. The governor just signed a bill Caballero wrote to ensure state efforts to address extreme heat focus first on places like Huron, using what she calls weatherization on steroids to insulate homes, add solar panels, and cut sky-high energy bills. We wanted to make sure that with limited funds that we started with the communities that had the worst extreme heat. State dollars are also key for the LEAP Institute. Ray Leon's latest initiative would turn a nearby parcel of overgrown government land into a nature preserve, employing Huron residents to build trails and plant trees. It'll be a place where you could bring students, do nature walks, talk about how that benefits uh, you know, the planet, helping in the climate battle. Leon says if these things can happen in Huron, 
Maybe they can be a model for what towns like this can do all over the state. For The California Report, I'm Tyke Hendricks in Huron. And that's The California Report for Monday, October 16th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. Paint Care. Now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at PaintCare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.